a memory came to me as just as we were going through this whole passion scene of my first years of priesthood. I was in my office with a couple and the woman after 15 years of marriage was going to divorce her husband and her husband at that point when they're sitting in front of me put pictures in front of her of the first times they'd ever gone on dates of their wedding of their first child and he said look at where we were do you remember do you remember the love that we had and she looked at those pictures I'll never forget with like a glaze over her eyes and she said those days are over And she got up and walked out. What I was thinking about is how easy it is to love in the good times. When we're filled with consolation, the emotions just pull us and everyone around us supports us. How easy it is to be faithful in those times. How difficult it is to love when things get difficult. And that's how we know what is real. What remains in the midst of the storms of life. In the midst of the passions that we go through. And I think we know that's true because that's the love that every single one of us really longs for. A love that will remain not just when things are good, but when we are weak and when we are broken and when we are at our worst. I find it interesting that they say there's an influx of people that come to Mass on Palm Sunday. It's a sort of remembrance of a time when I should give something back to God. A time when all the crowds come out to proclaim Christ as the Messiah. And yet how few people come to Mass on Good Friday. How few people endure the agonies that Christ has to go through during the Triduum. And yet how full the churches will once again be on Easter. Jesus has so many people who are willing to be there in the good times, when the crowds are there, after the resurrection, when the passion is gone. It, how hard it is to find those who will remain with him in his suffering. And there's something that will always mirror the life of the church and the life of Christ. Just as Jesus Christ went through his stages of being hidden and then going into his public ministry and having crowds follow him in it everywhere. And then he had to go into his passion and suffering and be purified. So the Catholic Church will go through her same passion. The church had its nascent years when it was hidden. And then it became to get especially in the Middle Ages, to become much more big and popular and soon dominate political spheres, countries, colleges. And at one point, it just became natural to be Catholic, became natural to agree with everything that the Catholic Church teaches. And yet now, just as as Christ himself had to enter into his passion and rejection, so our Catholic Church is going towards that same direction in our times. The Catechism of the Catholic Church even speaks to this. It says in 675, Before Christ's second coming, the church must pass through a final trial that will shake the faith of many believers. The church will enter the glory of the kingdom only through this final Passover, this passion when she will follow her Lord in his death 
and resurrection. The church, too, must go through the same passion that Jesus himself endured. So many came out to praise Christ with the crowds. But how many of those people who were praising him as Messiah today, when he entered into Jerusalem, would it also call out for his crucifixion a week later? And how many who grew up Catholic, attended Catholic schools, had Catholic friends growing up that we all know of, our friends, our family, maybe even ourselves right now, little by little began to deny the very church that we once loved, to deny her teachings, to find other loves in this world to replace her, other people, other institutions to tell us what we should think, what we should value, how we should live our lives. Because the church is entering into her passion. And it's the passion that reveals where our heart truly lies. It was the passion of Christ that revealed the hearts of everyone on this day who praised him as the Messiah. Who would remain with him even under the cross? Pope Benedict saw this time long coming long before any of us. Back before he was even the Pope in the 1970s, he made a prediction that has only become more true in our own century. He said, From the crisis of today, the church of tomorrow will emerge. A church that has lost much. She will become small and will have to start afresh more or less from the beginning. She will no longer be able to inhabit many of the edifices she built in prosperity. As the number of her adherents diminishes, so will lose many of her social privileges. Schools, hospitals, influence in government. In contrast to an earlier age, the church will be seen much more as a voluntary society entered only by those in free decision, no longer baptism by families, no longer just naturally growing up in the faith, but only those who truly want to follow Jesus Christ and his teachings will enter. But in all the changes, the church will find her essence afresh and with full conviction in that which was always at her center, faith in the triune God, in Jesus Christ, the Son of God made man, in the presence of the Spirit, until the end of the world. The question each of us can ask ourselves in truth today is not where would I have stood had I lived in Christ's time, had I been there today on Palm Sunday, would I have stayed with him to the foot of the cross, in his passion? It's not the question, because there is no answer to that question. The only question we can ask is, where will I stand today? Where will I stand in my faith in Jesus Christ and his word today and this week on Holy Thursday? on Good Friday, on Holy Saturday, 
St. Thomas Akempis once wrote, Jesus has always many who love his heavenly kingdom, but few who bear his cross. He has many who desire consolation, but few who care for his trials. Many follow him to the breaking of the bread, but few to the drinking of the chalice of his passion. Many revere his miracles. Few approach the shame of his cross. There will be many to come to Christ on the glory of his Easter resurrection next Sunday. But how many of us will he find with him on Holy Thursday to commemorate the institution of his own body and blood in the Eucharist? How many will he find walking the stations of the cross on this campus, coming to the Friday service, entering into his passion, fasting with him? How many will he find of us on Holy Saturday, truly anticipating in prayer and vigil his coming on Sunday to remain with him in his passion? So we all know the truth in our hearts. True love is not revealed in the midst of crowds, in the midst of exaltations, when everything is on our side. True love is revealed in the passion. The question is not where we would stand in the time of Christ. The only question that really matters for us today is where will I stand with Jesus Christ right now in his holy Catholic Church?